Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello friends and welcome. If you are brand new to this podcast or a longtime listener, I'm just really, really glad you're all here sharing this space with me and with each other. This podcast continues to grow and grow, which tells me there are so many of us who resonate with the messages in these episodes and that none of us are alone in working through food and body issues. I think it's just always so good to know that there are so many people out there just like you, just like me, who have had and or have struggles with weight, body image, our food relationship, binging, emotional eating, all the things we cover here. You are definitely not alone. Today, I wanted to lean a little bit more to a practical side of weight loss and weight maintenance and how certain ways of exercising or movement can work better for quicker weight loss, for weight maintenance, um, and even for just building that healthy relationship with your body. I particularly focus on strength training in this episode and how it affects the body in a way that can be weight loss or weight gain focused. There are some people out there who really want to gain some weight, gain some muscle. I talk about what to do if you are brand new to strength training, as well as if you are a seasoned expert and how to establish training plans that work for you for fat loss um, and or building or maintaining muscle. Just a quick interruption here to tell you about a new product I've been using. I recently was sent a couple of products from the Amino Co, the Amino Company. It's abbreviated Amino Co. This company specializes in a few different formulas that are centered around amino acid supplementation. I did a pretty deep dive into the company as well as the research behind their formulas which is based on some initial research done by NASA. And beyond that, they used many clinical research studies to create their formulations. And amino acids are what build our proteins that make up our tissues and our bodies, as well as they are involved in almost every cellular process within our bodies. I really got into learning about amino acids years ago because they are such a huge part of muscle growth and maintenance. And you all know how big I am on building and maintaining muscle for longevity and staying active and healthy as we age. Most of you also know I'm a huge proponent of protein. And if you are a client of mine, a weight loss client of mine, you are well-versed in me harping on you about working to get more protein into your diet on a daily basis. And this is one of the keys that can help you lose weight and keep it off. So protein 
which is made up of amino acids, is really, really important. The other issue with amino acids is that we cannot produce all of them in the body that we need. We need to get some of them, and these are called essential amino acids, through our food or supplementation. So if we don't consume these essential amino acids on a regular basis, our bodies lose the ability to uh, create as and, and also maintain muscle mass as well as bone density, and it's really important for both these things as we age. My favorite product of theirs that I tried was the Life Supplement. This one is really for those of us who are mostly focused on maintaining as well as still building muscle as we age. In clinical trials, this one showed that it was that it enhanced physical function and muscle strength and supported heart health. I also just really like knowing that along with staying focused on getting in my dietary protein amount, I am also supplementing with the essential amino acids that I want daily for my long-term goals of strength, muscle maintenance, and staying healthy as I age. So since I decided I trusted this product and felt the benefits of this product, and because you are a listener of this podcast, you can try their products for 30% off, which by the way, is a really big discount amount. Uh, You can use my referral link, which is aminoco.com slash HH30. Again, that is A-M-I-N-O-C-O.com slash capital H, capital H, the number three, the number zero. So go to aminoco.com slash HH30. Choose your product or products. And at checkout, you can use the discount code again, HH30, capital H, capital H, three, zero for 30% off your entire order. So I want to give you a little bit of my experience with movement and exercise and training. Uh, For those of you who don't know my background so that you can understand Um, I really do have some pretty heavy background in this. Uh, I'm not just like, you know, this newbie spouting off what I'm hearing from influencers on the socials. So I was a personal trainer for a few clients as sort of a side hustle, if you will, for a few years, not too long ago, as well as a CrossFit level one trainer and coach for group classes and even co-owned a CrossFit gym for a short amount of time, not too long ago. For years and years before that, I fell in love with snowboarding at the age of 19 and rock climbing at the age of about 24 or 25-ish, somewhere in there. And I started mountain biking about at about that same time, mid-20s. And I'm a pretty driven personality, very type A at that time in my life. So with all these things, I kind of went balls to the wall, as they say. And for me, that meant always reading exercise science and Uh, sports science research papers, reading all the books to optimally train myself to be the strongest and fastest I could be. And now, side note, some of you have listened to many of my episodes and I've shared a lot of my personal journey. Uh, Some of that's also on my website. And this overtraining, this kind of my obsession with this is what led to physical as well as emotional issues in my life, including lots of food restriction and overexercising, which developed into an eating disorder um, and some binging behaviors. But for our purposes here, I'm just trying to make the point that I have been inundated and interested in and passionate about training, exercising, and the human body for performance for a long time. As I am now, 
as I'm recording this, having just turned 49 years old, which is the strangest thing to say because I literally feel like I'm about 30 years old. Uh, So point being, I've got some background, I've got some knowledge in strength training, sports performance, and how to optimize movement, training, exercise programs for fat loss or for performance. Now, there are many, many, many other people out there way more qualified and knowledgeable than me. So I always encourage all of you to listen to many different professionals and do what feels best and right for you. This episode is simply my opinion based on my current knowledge and my experience. And I say current knowledge because my friends, when we gain more information into the human body and fat loss and performance and optimization, we learn new things all the time and old things fall away. Some remain. So in the future, my opinion may change. And in fact, in the past 20 some years, my opinion on how best to lose fat, build muscle, gain optimal health for my clients, as well as my own body has definitely changed. So the following that I'm going to talk about is my current opinion from what I know about the most current research from my own experience, as well as working with clients and how my programs have worked for them. So let's just really quickly define strength training. Strength training can involve anything from using body weight exercises at home to using dumbbells to uh, to using barbells, you know, to using the machines at a gym. So it's anything that really is targeted with maintaining or building muscle. Um, And if you are brand new to the strength training world, uh, I really, really, really recommend hiring a trainer, uh, someone who has a really good reputation, who knows what they're doing, who has um, some knowledge in this field. Because if you start to get into this and you're brand new, you really want to get the movement patterns correct first. So um, like when I had my mom get into this um, a few years ago, I had her uh, go to a buddy of mine who owns a gym um, in Sioux Falls, shout out to Forge Strength Training there, um, so that she could just spend a few months really getting to know the movements uh, where there was someone there who could correct her and show her correct form and all the things. And the intention was that she would just kind of learn that and then she could go home and do, do a lot of these exercises at home. So that's an option. Some people really enjoy going to the gym. They feel motivated. Um, and that's great too. I just really, really do stress that it's important to get the movement patterns right from the beginning. So hiring a trainer, if you're brand new is, a really good idea. Um, just a reminder uh, for those of you, I, so I, I know my audience and there is a group of my audience, it's not everyone in my audience, but there's, there's a certain population in my audience who tend to be, um, you know, my over-exercisers, my, uh, and this is male and female, really, really enjoy working out, um, I've got a lot of like marathon runners, um, you know, the endurance sport I've got. I know there's quite a few of you who uh, train at box gyms, um, do your own lifting stuff. And so for that group, um, I just want to really give you a reminder, if you overexercise over a period of time and you are not fueling enough, the body will drop into starvation mode, and this is where metabolism gets screwed up. And I'm, I'm talking about this because in, in the 
um, premise of weight loss and muscle maintenance. So over-exercising, metabolism gets screwed up, creates long-term issues with weight where you end up, you know, you're working out like crazy, um, but you're gaining weight or you can't lose those little extra five to 10 pounds and you're having to eat less and less, working out more and more, and you're still gaining weight or not losing anything. And this is not a place you want to be. This is a situation where you will have to do things like very slow reverse dieting to get your metabolism running again. And I'm talking about, I mean, this can take years of reverse dieting uh, where you literally on purpose are putting on more and more weight just to get things back to where you need them to be. Not a fun process. Um, So the best practice for losing fat is to stay active in your movement throughout the day. So things like a couple 10-minute walks, standing up often from your desk job, popping in 10 air squats here and there, using a walking treadmill desk. Um, These are just things that you really want to consider for optimal fat loss. It's really just to get in more movement throughout the day. Um, Things like parking farther away at stores you go to or from your office, it's all these small movements that really are awesome for fat loss. And if you enjoy exercise and and recognize the health benefits and and really want to do it and your goal is to lose fat, there are a couple of ways that appear right now in the literature to be most helpful for fat loss. Remember, Again, if you overexercise, you also will create appetite stimulation, which will lead often to overeating without you really knowing what's happening. So if you exercise a lot and you can't lose weight, this is what I would offer you. Walk, but not a power walk. Stay in zone two. Um, any zone two training, and if you don't know what zone two training is, um, you can look it up. I, I'm considering doing another episode specifically on zone two training. But for now, if you don't know what it is, it's just a specific heart rate zone that you stay in while you are um, exercising. And this is really, zone two is kind of like, you know, you can breathe through your nose the whole time um, or uh, you want to, you absolutely want to be able to talk um, while you're doing your exercise. But, you know, it's a little uncomfortable to talk. So it's kind of right at that limit. Um, So training or exercising at 60 to 70% of your max heart rate. And you can find your precise max heart rate by wearing a heart rate monitor and doing some specific training protocols. But a quicker way is using the formula 220 minus your age. This will approximately be your max heart rate. From there, you can do the math to find your zone two range. Um, like I said, considering doing an episode on zone two, but I'm just going to leave it here for now. But just understand that zone two training is a great way to boost fat loss. Okay, so back to strength training. We also know that this is one of the best ways to um, lose fat uh, and to maintain your weight loss. And strength training, like I said, is all about utilizing the muscles. And so again, that can be at home body weight workouts. Um, You know, you do eventually, as you get stronger and stronger, need to uh, upgrade, if you will, you need to use uh, heavier and heavier weights. So, you know, if you get into this and start with body weight training, over time, your body's going to adapt. Our bodies always adapt. And then at that point, 
in order to keep going, to lose more fat or to build more muscle or to maintain muscle, you may have to add some weights. And these could be just dumbbells, you know, things you can have at home, or this might mean you go to the gym to use the machines there. But you really do always need to be, after you've sort of um, plateaued or you know, you're not, you're not seeing any gains anymore. You really do need to then do things like increase your rep range or increase your weights, sometimes both. This is also when it's helpful to work with someone who knows about periodize, periodization, training plans, ways over time to help you not plateau, um, can teach you how to add more weight, um, how to add more reps, when to do that, when to take uh, rest and recovery, because you really do need recovery uh, built into your programming so that you can get the most benefits out of strength training. But bottom line, if you are, have you've never exercised before <laughs> and you are now feeling willing to start an exercise program, then my best advice at this point with the knowledge that I have, with the research that is out there right now, would be to put your time and energy into strength training above and beyond anything else. And if you can add a little walking to that plan, that's even better. And again, if you're brand new, definitely hiring a trainer to get those movement patterns going correctly because you really want to start off so you start off learning the correct movement pattern so you don't get injured any of that stuff in the future um okay and then adding walking to that so that's kind of the stuff on strength training let's get a little nuanced because maybe some of you have heard of hit training high intensity interval training uh this is often utilized in places like box gyms I'm not going to name names, but you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, boot camps sometimes utilize this, although boot camps tend to, the workout tends to last longer. Not sure if really I would define that as HIT training. Um, HIT training really is meant to be a super, super short bursts of exercise or training at your max. And so, you know, I, I'm just going to say this. If you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and you're going to a box type gym, um, and if you're going more than three times a week and killing yourself each and every workout, uh, and by the way, this used to be me, so I am not judging. I killed myself every day in the gym uh, for years, and I really, really enjoyed it, but there were and are consequences that I had to go on a really long journey to undo for years and still working on some of that. But once I learned more about the body and exercise and training and worked as a personal trainer and had to figure out how to get fat off my clients, I realized quickly that working them out every day hard, even though they were asking for this, was not working. And you start to read the research, the literature, you're you're listening to exercise scientists and docs studying this stuff, and you learn really quickly, this does not work for weight loss. And in fact, can increase fat stores. Um, There's a whole mechanism behind that. But if you choose to do HIIT workouts, I would really suggest limiting them where you're going to your max only once a week for, for no more than five to seven minutes. And optimal would be sprints once a week. Um, 
or, you know, like a really high intense workout for a very short period of time, just once a week. So you're only going to, you know, 90 to hundred percent one time a week. We want to live at a body fat percentage that is optimal for each of us individually. And if we are over fat and under muscled, uh, this is an issue for our physical, mental, and emotional health. As you know, remember our physical health is going to influence our mental and emotional states. Um, just think about how you think and feel about yourself, about life the day after overeating or over drinking. It absolutely affects our mindset. So not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. So this is a call to those of you ready to start a new exercise habit. And by the way, if you are not ready for this, this is absolutely okay. I often um, work with clients who have no exercise background, have no desire to start any kind of exercise, and that's totally fine. I we usually um, I do have them just starting off with increasing movement throughout the day, like I, like I talked about at the beginning of this episode. So that's totally fine. So this is just a call to those of you who are kind of like, I think I'm ready to start I really want to incorporate a new exercise habit. So start with strength training two to three days a week. Get a trainer to set you up for those good movement patterns. That would be number one. If you want to add in more, uh, start walking. If you want to add in more, go to zone two training. And that's it. Just start there. This is where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck, your time, your energy. Building or maintaining your muscle mass with strength training and then adding in more movement every day, and then um, you know with some walking or specific zone two training, this is really going to be the best bet for weight loss, for health and longevity, and weight maintenance over time. Now, for you seasoned gym goers, because I know you're out there, <laughs> if you are stalled or are working your butt off and can't seem to lose more fat or get that body composition that you're really looking for, I am telling you it is time to change things up. Uh, I have worked with so many people in this space, um, a lot of marathon runners, like, you know, amateur marathon runners who, you know, they're just running miles and miles and miles and miles, their body's breaking down. Um, you know, to where they, they're getting all these injuries. Um, they're running, 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 can't get that extra, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 pounds off of them, even though they're running all these miles or exercising. Um, or, you know, I have some of my, uh, what do I call them? Box athletes uh, who, you know, just are working out constantly and, and um, going so hard in the gym all the time and yet they're carrying around these extra stores of body fat. They're not getting that optimal body comp that they are looking for. And I work with these clients all the time, and it is all about changing things up, lessening the workouts, only going to max one time a week, adding in and programming in lots of zone two and more um, just movement throughout the day, which by the way, is just, um, well, whatever, just more movement throughout the day. And I am telling you, this gets my clients to where they want to be each and every time in regards to body comp. Um, so it's just really important to understand that if you can work with someone who can help you program some of these things, uh, into your already training plan that's going on, 
um, it can really be helpful to shift things for you. And then remember this, if you are going for performance in the gym or a sport, then you may need to get really real and understand that it is pretty much one in a million and usually has to do with genetics for these people who are super lean and also have optimal performance in the gym or their sport. So, and by the way, most of these people are working out for a living, right? So they have this, you know, I just, I get clients who like want to have this optimal lean body comp and they want to be hitting their heaviest squat in the gym. Um, and for most of us, man, like that is just not going to happen. And so we really do need to make a decision and there's no right or wrong here. It's just getting very real and making a decision. Do I want optimal physical, um, do I want to be optimal? optimal for my sport um, or for my gym, or am I really wanting to go for body composition? Okay. Because, well, here's a personal example. If I am going for max squats in the gym, like I, you know, I really want to get to my max squat, then I am going to weigh more on the scale. Mass moves mass. And I am built pretty muscly. You know, I just have, um, just genetically how I am. And so the bigger I am, the stronger I am with my squats. So if my goal is to, you know, max my squats out, well, I got to put on some weight for that. And there have been times in my life where I am just super good to be trading in my skinny jeans for max lifts um, or performance on my bike. Uh, There are other times I kind of want to wear my skinny jeans and I'm willing to trade in those max lifts in the gym um, or optimal performance on the bike. And I, I mean, I get it. I too would love to be that super lean gal who can get leaner while getting stronger. And by the way, I mean, there is some possibility with this getting leaner while getting stronger, um, with lifting, there there are some protocols you can follow. This has a lot to do with um, maxing your lifts at super low reps, but you really need to have a very specific uh, program with lots of recovery written in. Um, so that is, I'm not saying that's not possible. It is, but I'm just speaking honestly. The reality is that, um, you know, it, it, that that doesn't often happen. The key is to be realistic and be okay with whatever goal you want in the moment. There's no right or wrong here. Whatever makes you feel good, what makes you feel healthy, which makes you feel empowered to feel your best, that is where you want to direct your efforts. Okay, so I hope if you are brand new to this exercise and movement world, you maybe got a little information on if you're ready to start something, where to start, what the biggest bang for your buck is, strength training, and then walking or zone two. I hope for some of you who are seasoned uh, training people, athletes, gym goers, marathon runners, all the things, for those of you seasoned out there, I hope you got maybe an idea on how to make sure your training plans are gonna best fit for you to get to the goals that you have, whether that's body composition or whether that's performance. I'm gonna wrap it up there. Thank you so much for listening. I, like I said, hope you learned something. And if so, please pass the 
podcast along to someone you think might benefit really, again, helps this podcast to grow and grow. Um, I'm super excited every time I kind of see where this podcast is going. There's just more and more listeners and that's due mostly to all of you sharing it and supporting it and you listening too, because when you listen, that helps the logarithms for other people to find it a lot easier. Also, any um, uh, five-star reviews or if you review the podcast, that also helps move it up and you know, helps with the logarithm so that other people can find it easier and quicker. Okay, that's it. We will talk again next week. Thank you for being here and sharing this space with me. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N and get in touch with questions on all things I offer like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Thank you.